Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 97. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I want to talk about a very important topic um, that has been part of the conversations that I've had with multiple clients over the last few weeks. Um, and it's not a common one, but it seems to come um, almost in seasons. It's like right now I'm recording this, uh, we're in June, and it's like this is the season where people are trying to get things sorted out. And what I want to talk about specifically is when it comes to your sales process and when you're designing it, how iteration is better than perfection. So I want you to just give yourself a gut check right now. Are you a perfectionist? Are you someone that doesn't want to pull the trigger until it's perfect? And I get it. There's certain areas of my life, um, certain areas of business that I am that same way. Um, especially when it comes to like presenting a new offer. Okay. Um, I get super like, well, let's make sure this is good. Where truthfully, this might not be the right marketing answer for the world, but truthfully, we need to, as they say in the, the physical product space or even in the SaaS space, like ship it. How can you ship it as quickly as possible? Um, I think it was a book called was it The Business of You. Maybe it was just called you, but it was written by one of the uh, founders of LinkedIn. I think. Yeah, I believe I am accurate. <laughs> I'm trying to pull this from memory. Sorry, this part wasn't particularly prepared. Um, but the core message that I got from the book was that if if everything is perfect, you waited too long to ship it. Or you waited too long to launch it to get it out into the world. And with your sales process, it's the same thing. I want to make sure that you, whether you are a business owner or you are a sales pro or you are a sales leader, you don't need to wait for it to be perfect. Okay, right now, sales is the only thing in your business that makes you money. And that means sales has to be your priority. Um, I've done some training uh, through a program with Todd Herman, who is a productivity expert, a performance expert, um, has a, a couple of great programs. The one I went through was called the 90 day year, all about how to be as productive in the next 90 days as you were in the entire last year or more productive. Okay. And one of the key pieces that he teaches, um, he calls the entrepreneurial scorecard and it's where you measure which activities you're doing that actually generates the highest level of value for your company. And there's certain pieces in your business that are $10 an hour jobs, there's $100 an hour jobs, there's $1,000 an hour jobs, and there's $10,000 an hour jobs. And if you're the CEO, you need to be doing these $10,000 an hour jobs or higher. Now, a sales rep, because sales is in there, closing sales is a key piece of generating or growing your business, right? Because it is the, truly the only thing that actually makes you money. And so if you were holding off on doing sales... In fact, um, with Todd Herman, he represents sales, the actual sales conversations as those $10,000 an hour activities. 
Okay, it is the only thing that makes money in your business. Supporting customers, that doesn't actually make you money. You have to do it, but it can't be done or shouldn't be done by you specifically. You should have a team to do that so you can focus your energy on that higher level stuff. Okay, super important. So I want to go back to making sure that you've got sales activity happening. Whether it's you or whether it's a team, it doesn't matter. I don't want you ever to be on pause when it comes to sales. Now, I will admit there's been times in my business where I'm overthinking the creation of a product or a program and I'm holding back. I don't know what I'm selling. You know, I can do uh, coaching. I work with lots of clients, you know, in a one-on-one basis, but I want to get, I want to make sure that you always have the ability to sell something. Don't hold off until it's perfect. If you have a particular product or something you're working on, that's not quite ready, find something that you can be using to generate income in the meantime. I've been developing a program over the last, it feels like 12 months now, but I think I officially uh, started really putting focus in it uh, about six months ago. And we're almost there. Uh, but if I stopped and said, well, this isn't ready, I can't sell it. And I have nothing else to sell. I've got no revenue coming into my company. So you can't let that be the case. You need to put yourself in a spot where you are doing sales activity. That is your priority. Nothing trumps sales. Okay, nothing. Anything else that has to happen in your business, and not to say there's nothing else that has to be done, but you need to get it done, but it doesn't have to be you. You have a product issue, get someone to help you sort it out. If you've got a support issue, get someone to sort it out. But you can't, you've got to stop making excuses as to why you're not making sales. This is super, super key. And so go back to the core piece I want you to think about the process you're doing. I want to have it so you can delegate your sales as soon as possible. And I've mentioned this in a few different episodes. But you first need to have a process built out. You need to figure out what it is you're doing that's working and document it. And then once it's documented, you can assess it. Go, you know, look at it, take your salesperson hat off, put your CEO hat on and assess, okay, this is the sales process that we have. How is it working? What's working well? What could be better? What can we do to improve it? Okay, that's an assessment. We want to assess. So once everything's documented, you want to assess it. Once you assess it, you want to optimize it. How do you make additional tweaks to make it better? And sometimes those tweaks, you're going to guess they're going to make it better. You're not 100% sure. And that's okay. Just don't, you know, change seven things at once because it's really hard to track that. So your whole sales process, you don't want to wait till it's perfect. You want to get a version that you have done now, get it documented, then you can assess, then you can optimize. Iterate, okay, don't procrastinate, all right, and iteration over perfection, which is the title of the episode. Don't worry about it being perfect. Get something documented now, because here's what happens. It's kind of like when you have an idea, but you keep it in your head, and then you can't think of it when you need it. That's the same thing if you have a sales process that isn't documented, when you need to reference back or you need to show somebody or you need to have some piece that you reference, it's not there because it's in your head. And maybe you think, hey, you know what? These are the three things that I could send a client during a sales presentation or after a sales presentation or before that could help me um, close the sale faster, could educate them more, could give them answers to the most common questions. But if you're on the fly doing a sales call and you don't have this stuff documented or a place to easily access it, 
you don't know where these links are. Like you want to make sure that everything is set up in a, in a really nice tight structure. So no matter, and this is my, my ask of you today, whether you have got this amazing sales system and a big team, um, or you're just starting and you're doing your own sales. I want you to open up a Google document or open up a Microsoft Word document. It doesn't have to be fancy. In fact, we can iterate the template. We can iterate the format. We can change all the stuff as we go. But I challenge you to sit down and write out step-by-step the sales process you have now. And then, only then, once it's written down, can you actually assess it and evaluate it from an objective point of view. Okay, when you're in it, when you're doing it on the fly, everything you know that you've just always done always seems to make sense. But it's because you've essentially got this muscle memory, this emotional muscle memory. This is just what you've done all the other times before, so you just do it. You don't even really know how effective it is because you haven't had a chance to assess it. So document your process right now, like literally today. Set time aside or, or tomorrow. Don't wait, don't go first or don't go past tomorrow. Okay. Do it within the next 24 hours. If you don't have a process documented, I want you to document it. I don't care if it's in a text app or an Apple Notes app or um, a Google Doc or a Word Doc. It doesn't matter. But document it. You can always move it later. You can tweak it later. It doesn't matter. But please write it down. I'm going to say please because this uh, my, my goal here with this show is to help you improve your sales, to grow your sales and your sales team, to create sales leaders. But in order to do that, you need to have a starting point, this fresh place to start. And if you do not have anything documented, you can change that in the next 24 hours. You can write your process down. Then you can assess it. If you want to go an extra step, you can even talk about what your conversion rate is. You can look back and say, look, I've done 15 sales calls this month, let's say. And we've got uh, three of them are still in process. Let's say 10 of them closed and two of them didn't. Okay, that's pretty high close rate. Um, but then you, can, you have some numbers. Hey, this is the, this is the conversion rate that I'm, that I'm looking at. You know, and use, use real numbers. So, you know, because if you... And then, then you can go through and say, okay, where are people falling off? Maybe you've got a process where somebody inquires online... You reach out, you follow up with them. You need to give them some form of content or a presentation. And then there's another follow-up from there. And then there's uh, an application process, you know, whatever these steps are. And pay attention to how many people are going through each stage. And so once you've got your process written down, and I don't want you to overcomplicate it, so I'm saying use a Word document or a Google document. But once that's done you can go and transfer it over into a spreadsheet, an Excel sheet, a Google sheet, whatever. And then at each stage, you can start tracking your numbers each week. How many people did I have the call with? Okay, you get in the first sales call. How many people did I have a call with? How many people went through to the next stage? How many people went through to the next stage? And ultimately, how many deals did we sign? Or close or get payment for or whatever. So... I want to keep this really, really simple. Okay. We're talking about your first iteration. If this is the first time doing it, maybe it's not your first iteration. Maybe you have a sales process mapped out, but you want to look at it a little differently, or there's something that you want to tweak. Now's the time. Set yourself. You only need 15 minutes. 
okay, in your mind right now to at least get the structure laid out, 15 minutes to get what's in your head out into a Word document or a spreadsheet. Map it out, dun, 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 step by step by step. What's the experience you go through from the sales side and the experience you need to take your ideal client through to get them to the sale? And once you do that, then, okay, I want this to be two separate steps. Don't try to do it all at once because it's going to feel too heavy. Then you can go back through and look and see, hey, what's your conversion rate been so far this month? Or look at last month's numbers. How many people did I talk to? How many people went to a follow-up call? How many people did an application or whatever the process is? But see what your numbers are. And what I want you to look for is where is your biggest drop-off at? If it's at your, you know, you have a bunch of sales calls. Let's say you had 15 sales calls and 10 of them don't go any further. Okay, well, maybe we need to be more clear on who it is that you're getting calls booked with. Or maybe there's some piece of information you can add to the front of the the sales process before they jump on the call to prepare them better so they're more likely to convert or at least move on. So see where the the drop-off is and then st- and then go from there and expand. So, okay, three steps. Three steps, real simple. And if you just do step one, that's fine. That, that was my goal for today is to share with you step number one and help you make that magic happen. Step number one is just document the existing sales process. Then you can go back and assess it and optimize it, okay? Two, once do- the process is documented, pick a specific window. Let's say last month if you want figure how many people went through each stage of your sales process. And then three, you can go and identify what areas have the most drop off. And then you can figure out what you want to do to try to increase that. Okay. So real simple, but number one is the first guys, please, please, please document the process you have now do it in the next 24 hours from whenever you've listened to this or watched this. Write it down and then just assess it. What makes sense to you? Most of these steps in the process were probably made um, in the moment. Someone's on a call, they're interested, um, they need to see this type of content. Great, I'll send this over to you. And then maybe you, you try to follow up with them by doing multiple phone calls or whatever it may be. How can you make that better? Maybe you can write it into your procedures that you book the next call from that first call. So you don't have to worry about wasting time chasing people. Okay. That's an example, but ultimately guys just go and write out the sales process. We want iteration over perfection. Don't let your sales get slowed down because you're worried about it being perfect. Cause it's, it'll never be perfect. You're always going to be iterating. But the faster you get something on paper, the faster you create traction, the faster you make progress. All right, guys. So that is it for today. Thanks so much. This was episode number 97 of Sales Team Rescue. Again, I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant. And if you want to check out the replay for this episode or links to the podcast or links to the live video replays, go to salesteamrescue.com. And I'll see you right here next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Headspace TV. Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. 
If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.